This is a Hot Pie Media Original. Welcome to the Amy Edwards Show. I'm your host, Amy Edwards. So stoked that you're here. We have an incredible guest today and an incredible show. And why are we here? Um, to make our lives rock even more, to learn more, to advance our practices, and to be a better us every single day. So thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to do all the things, like, rate, review, subscribe, and let's get to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Sovereignty. I am a huge fan and I'm going to tell you why. And stick around because there's a unique discount code at the end of this ad. So Sovereignty is a supplement company. They create game-changing supplements to take your workouts to the next level, to just take your mental game to the next level and uh, make those to-do lists feel like a snap. They also have a supplement for falling asleep, which I know. I know it can be really hard and they make it easy. How badass is that? So you may have heard or may not have heard. I'm about to tell you that my favorite is Purpose Plus. Y'all, I really I'm I'm like really into this supplement. <laughs> like really, I just gave Colton his first one today because I was like, oh, my God, you, why haven't you tried this? So um, you're going to have to get back to me on how that is, Colton, too, because I am just a huge fan. In fact, today, I didn't sleep that well last night. I didn't take my Dream Plus, but I didn't sleep that well last night because my finger was hurting because I'd cut it and it kept waking me up. My alarm was beeping, whatever. So I felt kind of bad today and just listless and my head was out of sorts. And so I drank one probably two and a half hours ago and it turned me around. I feel balanced. I feel calm, but I feel on top of my game mentally with my, um, with my, just thought process in general for the interview that we just did, all of it, I feel just on top of my game. And that is the goal, right? Not to feel jittery, not to feel out of sorts, to feel focused. And that's what they're all about. It's a blend of CBD and CBG, which is a mood enhancing hemp derived ingredient, seven clinically studied ingredients. They have the world's best adaptogens to deliver results that you can feel almost immediately. And they basically say that you would have to combine like seven different supplements that are popular supplements too, that you would have, you would know and have heard of in in order to get what's in Purpose Plus. So you feel it almost right away and it feels really good. I, I, even eight. Sometimes I do it without eating. Sometimes I do it with eating. Either way, it really affects me quickly and in a beautiful and recognizably focused way. I love it. So it empowers your body and mind to feel better. And then if you need something at night, they've got Dream Plus, and that is about proper recovery. It relaxes and calms the mind and body while helping you fall asleep and stay asleep longer. So Dream Plus contains five clinically studied ingredients, CBD and CBN, and the adaptogens that heal your body from the day while you sleep. How badass is that? It's so badass that they have a money back guarantee. So if you're not happy with your results, you simply return your purchase within 30 days and they will We'll give you your money back. So go check it out. It's at sovereignty.com or sov, S-O-V dot live. And the code is Amy, A-M-Y for 20% off your purchase. You can find out no risk what I'm talking about and take that mental game next level, right? Remember it's sovereignty dot. I'm sorry. I think I said dot com. It's sovereignty dot co S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N-T-Y dot 
CO for 20% off inner Amy. And remember, it's also at Sov, S-O-V dot live. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so excited about our guest today, Rada Wepner. Rada is, well, she's She's kind of like me because she has like a long list of all these things that she does, but essentially she's a total badass and she's so damn smart and you're really going to love it because we kind of get into some very interesting practices and a lot about voice too, which uh, y'all know I'm into. My whole life's mission is to use my voice to raise everybody else's everything. So anyway, we're going to get more to that in just a moment. First of all, let's chat. Let's talk. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I got discouraged this week. Not even any reason. Who knows? Maybe it was the moon's energy. Maybe it was something I ate. I don't know. But I woke up just discouraged one day. And, you know, sometimes when you feel discouraged like that, you kind of want to stay in it, which is a weird thing, right? Because you don't want to be in it. But at the same time, when you're in it, you kind of just want to stay there. And you're like, just leave me alone like a like like my tortoise or something. And so I don't know. I think I got discouraged by social media because, you know, we're always talking about, oh, the algorithms changed and no, it's doing this now. And, you know, are you getting views? Are you doing reels? Whatever. And I just was like, are we trapped by social media? Like, do we have any other choices? Not really. So I guess we have to play that game. And I felt like I felt a little trapped and I didn't, I don't know. I just got discouraged and I got down. And I felt like wallowing a little bit. I felt like eating. I felt like, plus I think, you know, my bank account was low and it was just, I don't know, it was just a moment, right? And so what uh, what was I going to do? Was I going to stay there? And I was like, no, don't sit around in your fucking pity party feeling sorry for yourself. Because I even think I spiraled into like, nobody likes me. <laughs> you know, I mean, and when you're in that space, it feels really real at the moment that you're in it. Does this resonate at all? Do you ever do this? And so anyway, because it's not about, oh, it's true or not. It's just about what you're feeling in that moment. And like, I was like, I want someone to save me. Like, I, I don't know what I wanted to happen, but I was like, you know what? I got to like the universe to just come out of nowhere and give me a miracle or something. But I've been studying the 12 universal laws, one of which is the law of attraction, but there's 11 other ones. One of them is the law of action. And the law of action basically says that we must take action to see change and to manifest. If we do nothing, nothing happens. So I'm sitting around doing nothing. And of course, nothing's going to happen because you're not putting anything in motion. Right. So we have to, we can say all this stuff all day long, but you've got to actually do some aligned action for things to, you know, the ball to get rolling. So I looked at that and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to do something (laughs) and then hopefully come up with some sort of strategy to get out of this and then be able to share it. So I did, I did my daily habits, but it didn't really help. I meditated and I was like, this is pointless. (laughs) I was still down. And so Anyway, I decided to take some kind of action. So I showered and got dressed and put makeup on. That's huge right there. So that's what you're going to do. There's three things, right? Three things that I did. Actually, four things. So here we go. The first thing, I showered, I got dressed, and I made myself look nice. Second, I, you know, had to be somewhere. So I got in my car for... Well, second and third one kind of go together. So I just started focusing on the next thing to do. 
right? Just pick up my keys, just put my shoes on, just pack my bag, just but eat something healthy. Can I eat something healthy <laughs> instead of just shoving chips in my face? And then can you get in the car, right? Get in the car, turn it on, turn it and turn your radio on. So the other one that goes with two and three is turn on a song that you like, an upbeat song. I don't care if you've listened to it a hundred times. I don't care if it's from the eighties. I don't care what it is. Nineties. Great. TLC, bring it on. An upbeat song that you really like and you put it on repeat. So put your song on repeat and just keep focusing on doing the next thing, the very next thing. Like I said, break it down as small as you do. Open the door, walk in, press the elevator button, take the elevator up, right? Breathe, step out, turn left, whatever you got to do. It helps. It brings everything down to where it's not overwhelming you and you aren't discouraged by this bigger picture of things that are really out of your control. What is in your control is taking action and doing these little things and moving slowly. It slows us down enough to move slowly into saying, does this next action align? Does it align with my higher purpose? Does it align with my goals? Does it align with the action that I ultimately want to have in my life? What I'm trying to manifest? And that's a good thing. Now, the fourth thing is a little bonus thing. So if you can get a little fresh in there, a little fresh air in there too, when you feel discouraged, that's great too. So I rolled down the windows of my car, right? And I, I was outdoors just a little bit. So pretty simple. And it didn't happen right away, but I started feeling better. By the next morning, I felt fine. So, and I was like, God, I remember how bad I felt yesterday. So anyway, I'm just telling you these little simple steps they're super easy. I'm sure you can remember them right off the bat. Those simple steps can help you just get out of a funk or at least take the actions to slow yourself down a little bit to where you're not feeling so overwhelmed. You're not feeling quite so discouraged. And with maybe 12, 24 hours time, it's going to end. So I'm just trying to give you that advice. And as a result of this, within that next 24 hours, that next day, I think I slowed down enough to really look at that law of action and say, okay, what action am I taking on social media? You know, am I just sitting there and waiting for it to magically get better and doing the same shit? Well, I kind of was. So I decided to revamp my social media. So don't get, as a result of that, I, I let myself detach. I was going to say, don't get too attached. I let myself detach from some of these old things that I have been doing. I revamped my bio on both uh, Instagram and TikTok. I rethought the look. I looked to some people that teach how to do different things. I followed them and I was like, okay, fine. I'll start making reels. Fine. I'll shift out of these Wednesday morning meditations and start doing something different. And so, cause I didn't, I just felt like they were a little stagnant and I'm like, all right, fine. How can I grow it? And then what action can I engage in that aligns? You're still taking action. You're showing that you're doing something and the next thing and the next thing. And then things are starting to conspire in your favor, right? Things start to compound. Actions start to add up. And we are allowing shifting. We are allowing growth. We are detaching from outcome. We're detaching from the old ways. So that's really nice because that's presence, detaching from the old ways, detaching from outcome. You're just here allowing learning, allowing growth. How beautiful is that? 
So that's what's been on my mind today. I hope it resonates with you. If you want to tell me more about it, tell me. Hit me up at amy at amyedwards.com. I want to hear from you. Um, and talking about growth and learning, let's get to today's guest, Rada Wepner, W-E-P-P-N-E-R. Uh, Marissa Rada Wepner is what she is on Instagram or Marissa Rada, M-A-R-I-S-A-R-A-D-H-A.com is her website. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, she does a little bit of everything. And I think that's partly why we get along so well, because she's been a radio host, which is so cool. I think her name, we didn't talk about it today, but I think her name on the radio was Chakra Khan, which is just fucking amazing, right? Um, She has a podcast. She's been a community organizer. She's a mother. She's an author. She's a ketamine therapist and a yogini and a coach. And she has studied, she's got degrees, she's got so many hours of yogic training, it's insane, probably more than anyone I've ever met. And she's just a beautiful, beautiful soul. Her life partner is East Forest, who has been on this show, also goes by Krishna. And as you may or may not know, he did a really badass album with Ram Das before Ram Das passed away. And she now tours with East Forest and helps with his ceremonial shows. We had one last night and I didn't get to attend the entire thing. Justin did and said it was phenomenal. It was with John Hopkins as well, who's a pianist and a musician from England. And anyway, she assisted in that show and she's just a magical being, a total, just, just a magical being. And I'm so excited to share our conversation today. We dive right in with Rada and stay for the entire thing. I'm going to be back at the end to talk a little bit more. And uh, it's just so powerful in all the ways that we can use our voice, all the ways that we can keep growing. And to hear someone that's so well-versed in yoga and meditation, hear their practices and how she basically lives it. And I was reminded that that is the goal. It's not about doing it and checking it off your list, which, you know, I get like up in my head about that. And so it's rather about walking the walk all the time in your life, a way of life, right? I mean, I'm sure that's, that's, that was Ram Das too, Maharaji. Anyway, let's get to it today. I'm so excited. Remember that you can find her at Marissa Rada Wepner on Instagram or at marissarada.com. Let's get to it with Rada. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be comfortable and look good. Mm-hmm. And Good Life Clothing speaks to exactly that. That's what they're all about. It's an American-made brand from the finest, highest quality materials, and their core collection of premium essentials keeps you doing just that, looking good and feeling great. I know because I wear it. So Good Life is offering Listeners of the Amy Edwards show 20% off when you mention code or enter code online at goodlifeclothing.com, Amy20, A-M-Y-2-0. That's right. It's valid on your entire purchase at goodlifeclothing.com. So go check it out. I love their sweatpants. I have two pairs and they're super cute. Even the white pair, (laughs) I know, they look good on my butt. And believe me, I'm very, very picky about that. So anyway, because it's nice and thick and it feels really really good. So go check it all out, all that and more. They have new collections up all the time. It's at goodlifeclothing.com. Remember the code is Amy20 for 20% off your entire order. I'm glad you wanted to do this. Was it because we had mentioned it before? I wanted to do it because I've got a coach. Mm-hmm. 
And she said, you know, when you're doing all this stuff with East Forest, that's you're giving so much energy and so much of your time. Maybe when you go to those different places, you could find something that works for you, that supports you. You know what? As someone who is like traveling with my partner and doing stuff, I completely resonate with that. That was smart. Mm -hmm. And I like that you have a coach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find it? How long have you had a coach? Only for the past, since July, August, July. And she's actually someone that East Forest was thinking about using. And he was talking to me about her. And I was like, you're like, she sounds pretty good. Well, it sounds like exactly what I need. Wow. And he kind of hedged a little bit like, almost like, well, she doesn't have that many spots and you might take my spot kind of thing. (laughs) And I'm like, I might take your spot. (laughs) You're right. And then I was like, but I could try it out and let you know how it goes, you know, and we'll get some real world experience with this woman. Well, it sounds like you're getting something out of it already if she encouraged you to do that. Yes. And so that's because that would have been right around the time that you emailed me too. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the same day. Yeah. I mean, I'd already invited you on the show, but then you were like, yes. hey, I'm here. It was like the same day that um, her name is Alana. It was Alana. the same day? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, we're going oh, to Austin. Shit. What could I do? Because I thought about, well, I could teach at a studio. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go see Amy. Yes. Well, so had when she said that to you, were you like, she's right? I'm yeah. not caring for myself in that way? Yeah. I, I think a lot of women fall into that. And it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have a particular flavor of it in the role that I play in what East Forest is. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm eyes wide open, you know, so it's not I don't feel like a victim and I don't feel like a martyr or I don't feel like it's out of my control. It's very choice and I'm very aware and you do it because you love it. And I do it because yeah. I love it. It and is, I do it it is wonderful. I love him. Mm-hmm. And I do it because I love the work that he shares and the work that he gives. And uh, I mean, he and I kind of know that he probably wouldn't be able to do it if I weren't in there in the way that I am. And I want him to be able to do it. Yeah. I've, I've just noticed myself being cautious of that. Like as Justin and I have grown, you know, and he's got so much going on and I could tell like it was all his stuff, you know? And I, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to retain my stuff Mm -hmm. and the person that I am. And it's, it's kind of scary if you, if you think like, could I lose that? You know, do you feel like you lost bits of yourself or just enhanced who you are? I feel like I've enhanced who I am. It's Mm -hmm. totally true that probably parts of me have fallen away, but ones that were ready to shift Mm -hmm. and the core parts of me, the things that I really value don't or haven't. And there's still plenty that I do by myself, but it's interesting in my world. I'm a boss lady. Yeah. You remind me of me because you have like eight (laughs) titles and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. And, and and then when I step into his world, I'm like, do people think I'm like a groupie or a roadie or like they have no context and no clue? And I've I wondered just, that too, like about their perception. Yeah, like, totally. Like what am I perceived as? Yeah. Oh, you're the arm candy or you're the whatever, but I know who I am. And because I know who I am, I know who I am. So it doesn't matter, you know, and I, could, I feel like, and he knows who I am. Right. And we know what we are. 
And, but it's been a process, you know, it's had to grow. I mean, I've been doing his ceremonies with him in, in this format since the very first one in 2018. He did it actually for something that I was doing. I was leading, I was hired by 1440 Multiversity to help them create these weekend retreats. My partner, another woman that I work with, Dana Menlove, she and I were hired, contracted to create for them. It's like an Esalen, right? Like what would be a weekend experience at 1440 if someone were to just drop in, but not be part of like a program? Cool. And so we worked with them for almost a year to create what that would be. And then part of it was a music experience or a ceremony type experience. And so we were like, oh, well, East Forest, you can come and be a part of this inaugural weekend that we're doing. That was his very first ceremony concert. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Very first What year one. was that? Did you say 2018? It was May of 2018. Oh, wow. And so then that launched him into doing that through the format that I was doing, but then I've been with him mm -hmm. doing the things that I do with like the sense and... Well, this would the have been sounds, right around the Ram Dass time or no? Right around the Ram Dass mm -hmm. time, right before we went to Maui together, because that was June of 2018. And maybe just briefly review that for people that don't know. Briefly. <laughs> well, I guess, sure. We're talking about yeah. a partner who's a musician who's mm -hmm. been on your podcast, yep. East Forest, and he's very well known in certain circles. And he, when we were getting together, we started to... We both divorced in 2017, separated, and then our relationship came together. And so this is like a year that we've been kind of like, you know, courting in a way and getting more and more connected and coming into the relationship. We both had a deep connection to Ramdas, and, you know, we would, I remember like, you know, like lying in bed and talking about like, wouldn't it be amazing if we could go to a Ramdas retreat one day? Oh my gosh, we'll never get to go to a Ramdas retreat. They're too expensive. They're always booked up. It'll never happen. And then January of 2018, he had the idea of, I want to record Ramdas and put him in, make an album with him. And I just said, Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a brilliant idea. And he's like, so I'll have to go and record him because everything that I record, my field recordings are my field recordings. It's not just something that I, you know, downloaded the cricket from the internet, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would have to go to record him. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and when you do that, I'm going to go with you. Is what I said. And it's definitely going to happen. Brilliant idea. I love it. And so that June, then we went to Maui to record him so that he could create the Ram Dass album that became Ram Dass X East Forest, which has just been, it's so effing special. It's so touching. I I've been, he's been playing it now in the ceremony since then, the early ones didn't have it because the album wasn't out, but I'll be in there doing the work that I'm doing. And there's one song please pass the bliss that I don't do anything for. So oftentimes it's like a moment that I get to just sit there and be in it. And I'm going to cry even just thinking about it. It makes you cry so much, just the depth and the beauty in the track and how much I feel Ramdas in it. And even just last night thinking about the new track, you know, with John. Oh, even it's so good. Ramdas has left his body, you mm -hmm. know, that he somehow like kind of like, or Maharaji, I think of, who was Ram Dass's guru. I don't know why I put his tears. I'm crying so, too. I so, it just gets me yeah. to feel like he's still here. 
And yeah. his teachings, even though he's left his body, are now just reaching new ears through this audio experience of music and the compositions. And it's just continuing to like ripple effects spread on. And for whatever reason, East Force was a big conduit for that. It's just, it just makes my heart explode. I I am not surprised because I'm a Ram Dass lover from like the early 90s from mm -hmm. when I first heard about him. I have mm -hmm. Be Here Now tattooed on my arm. And I'm just, I just, I don't know what it was. As soon as it came up in college, I was like, I'm interested. And I just always felt it. I bought the book and I read it and um, I didn't know there were retreats back then, you know, and, uh, but I just feel a special connection and to have this be able to share with the world just moving forward is so incredible because I feel a special connection. I did a um, some hoppe the other day and had a full experience with mm. it, listening to, I think, it, mm, I don't know if it was loving awareness or... Just sit around the fire, maybe. <sighs> yeah, maybe it was. Um, and it was just, it was just full, like I left my body. <laughs> yeah. And so anyway... I, I just, it's so special. And he gave you your name. Yeah. And so that, you know, tying into what we were talking about, I'm like, I kind of said was an M a very independent, strong, powerful woman. A lot of it, you know, I can know now as I do more of my work that it's trauma based, you know, of like, <laughs> I can't trust, I can do this on my own. I, I don't have any support. I'll figure this out by myself kind of mentality, which was a survival tactic, mm -hmm. uh, a really good one that I'm grateful <laughs> for. And in a lot of ways, my marriage that I was in, which was how long we were married for eight or nine years. We'd been together since 2000, gosh, six, okay. we got divorced in 2017. Um, I couldn't ever really meld in it, even though I was married, right? Like I still had walls. I still had holding on to like that independence. Yeah. Holding on to that independence and just not fully trusting, you know, and amazing man, amazing father. He's so great, but we could never like fully meld. Mm -hmm. And it almost felt more like gears grinding constantly that we were working against. And there's many reasons for that. But I own my part too, of just like, I'm sure I was really difficult at times. And so then divorced, again, lots of reasons for that. And um, that was in a new relationship. And when he and I were getting together too, I was very clear, like, well, I'm not getting into another relationship. I just got out of a relationship. I'm certainly not ready for a new relationship. Like you're cool and I like you and we'll hang out, but I don't know where this is going. I felt like I needed to be really clear and like communicate that, mm -hmm. which I did. And he jokes about it now, how I would like, we're not getting into a relationship. <laughs> um, Four and then, later. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then a year later, we were with Ramdas, and Krishna had said, East Forest had said, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask him for a new name. I'm going to ask him to give me a name while I'm there. And I was like, cool, honey, that's great. And I had received names from different teachers of mine. So it wasn't, I didn't feel like a need or an urge, but I thought I've it'd be. I never received a name. How? <laughs> I want to receive a name. Well, it's more like the yogic tradition, uh -huh. the Hindu tradition, or maybe different Buddhist traditions too. Um, so what'd you do with those old names? You were well, just kind of like, whatever. They're, they're internal. Okay. You know, like the, my teacher, I mean, 
it's a great story with my yoga teacher. I'm in, in the Nosara yoga lineage of the mm-hmm. Gopalu lineage. And if you finished your 500-hour teacher training, they would give you a name. And that was like, I wanted that. And I've done that. And what was I, the name? Well, I asked, uh, this is a, a little tangential story. Mm-hmm. But in the Hindu trinity, there's Brahma and Vishnu and Shiva. And Brahma's the creator and Vishnu's the preserver, the nurturer, and Shiva's the destroyer. One of my best friends, who's a yoga teacher too, Rainbow Eric, he was with me in Costa Rica when I was helping to be an assistant for the Nosar Yoga Institute's 200-hour teacher training, a month-long training. He was with me there watching the kids so I could be fully Is that when we met this year in April or was that before? No, this was 2015. Oh, oh, wow. So 2015, I was there for a month with my kids so I could be part of my training as an assistant. Mm-hmm. And that was part of me finishing up my some of my hours with them. And anyways, my friend Eric and I were like, we love Vishnu so much, the energy of Vishnu and just preserving and nurturing the world and helping things just become sustainable versus like creation or destruction, mm-hmm. which most people are typically set in. Like, what am I creating? What's happening next? Or what what's falling apart? What am I letting go of? And we're like, no, we're like, what needs to be taken care of? So we're like riffing on this, just like love of Vishnu. And the next day I said to my teacher, I'd asked him for a name a couple of days before. Like, so what's my name going to be? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. And then we were all at like the, the faculty lunch. And I said, so do you know what the name's going to be? He's like, Mohini. And I said, Mohini? I said, who's that? He says, I don't know. And I was like, Okay. Like very unceremonial, right? <laughs> and we get done and I'm like, well, I got to figure out who Mohini, Mohini is. And I Google Mohini and the Wikipedia comes up and it says the only female avatar of Lord Vishnu. Oh, cool. Which Damn. I didn't know. And mm-hmm. he didn't know. So Mohini is the seductress of Lord Vishnu. So all the Hindu deities besides Vishnu, Shiva, or Brahma are incarnations of the main three. Like Rama and Krishna are incarnations of Vishnu. Okay. And Mohini is the female avatar, like in human form in the mythology of Vishnu, who had to embody as the seductress of like passion and beauty to basically like coerce these demons into giving her Amrita, which is the nectar of immortality, which they had stolen. Wow. So she could get this back from the demons. That's the... <laughs> that's badass. That's a tiny story of Mohini. <laughs> so my name's Mohini. Okay. That's one aspect. Mm-hmm. And then another teacher, Baba Haridas, who actually was in India when... Ram Das went there as a student and was a student of Maharaji. As soon as he went to the ashram, Maharaji said, you go study with Baba Haridas, with Haridas. And Haridas was his main teacher in the, you know, 60s when he was there teaching all the yogic techniques. And then in the mid 70s, Baba Haridas came to the United States and he has an ashram in California I'm going to blank on the name. It begins with an M. It'll come to me. But he's lived here since then. And he's a silent guru. So he hasn't spoken. He's, I, his, I mean, the last I knew he was in his mid eighties and pretty frail. I don't even know if he's still alive anymore. I hope that he is. And he, the Mount Madonna center. That's where he is. And he never speaks. And he never speaks. So I was at the Mount Madonna center when I was doing my graduate studies in transpersonal psychology, we would Mm -hmm. go there to the Mount Madonna center for a week with everybody in the global program. And he would be there 
this little old like tiny Indian guru and the community lives there too. And somebody had said, you could ask Baba Haridas for a name. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that was before my teacher had given me a name. So this mm-hmm. was like 2000 and six okay. probably. So I was like, I'm going to ask Baba Haridas for a name. And all you had to do was give him your astrology. And then he would write down a name for you. Wow. And so I did that. And the name was Anandita, which means she who is worthy of praise. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not many people know Mohini or Anandita. No. So then when it came to Krishna saying, I'm going to ask him for a name. I was like, cool. Because I knew I had gotten names before, but I'd never really like, let's say, done anything with them. Mm-hmm. Right. And so in the moments when Krishna asked him, his name was Trevor, when Trevor leaned down by Ramdas, who was in his chair and we had just finished recording. So he's in his recliner, just like gazing out at the ocean in this like loving awareness bliss place. And someone was playing Kirtan in the living room. And I had just left to let them know that we were finished. Dasima, who's kind of his Ramdas's was his um, main caregiver because we were had run over and I was feeling stressed and I needed just to let her know, like everything's cool. We're all done. You know, I didn't want to get kicked out. I was afraid of being kicked out <laughs> what was going on internally. <laughs> and um, I came back in and he had just asked him for the name. And I went and sat in the chair like you across from Ramdas, And he's just staring off into the ocean. And Krishna gets up and he kind of feels like, I'm not going to get the name or he didn't hear me or maybe he didn't understand or it's not going to happen. And a couple minutes, maybe a minute, minute, minute and a half go by. Who knows? It feels like a really long time. And Ramdas doesn't say anything to this request. And then he turns and he looks at Trevor and he says, Krishna. And Krishna's like, oh, yeah, they're singing Kirtan out in the, that's, yeah, they're singing Hare Krishna. <laughs> and Ramdas again says, Krishna. And he's like, Krishna. And I'm like, he's giving you your name. Your name is Krishna. He's like, and then he just like what bursts a dream. open and starts weeping and then kneels down beside him. And he's like, like, just Krishna, like sting or share, like just <laughs> one word. And I'm like, <laughs> if he only knew who Krishna was, because he didn't know at that time, he thought it would be like a das. Das mm-hmm. means servant of. So he was like, what's going to be the two part? He's like, I didn't want to get, you know years from now and think my name is Krishna, but it's actually, you know, multiple things. So he had to clarify and he clarified. And then I thought internally, I'm like, he's about to tell me that my name is Radha. And then he looks at me and he says, and you, your name is Radha. And he slaps his thigh and he just starts laughing. Like it's the funniest (laughs) thing he's ever heard. I was like, wow. Okay. Because I know that Krishna and Radha are beloveds mm-hmm. and they're consorts and they're partners and that she's fully devoted and dedicated to Krishna and he is to her. Like, And then the mythology, there's Govinda, who's also Krishna, and he has the gopis and Govinda is like the cowherder and the gopis are these women, milkmaids, mm-hmm. that all like fall in love with um Govinda and and have this illusion that they have this partner that they're with, that it's like a full, like love, beautiful, ecstatic experience. But he always evaporates and disappears from the gopis because Radha is his partner and he's only with Radha. And so we joke about that sometimes. He's like, where are my gopis? Who are my gopis? (laughs) (laughs) But in relationship, I thought, wow, he's giving me an invitation to be a different partner 
He's saying you can be different in a relationship. You can be in this relationship fully devoted and so dedicated and fully committed and like and safe and safe and safe and safe mm-hmm. like you have never felt before. So it was again an invitation to lean into that, which I'd never done before. And so now I can be Radha on the road and just know like this is part of my dharma. Mm-hmm. And it is. It really it is. is. You know so much about this mythology. Like, how does that serve you and like the coaching that you do and the work that you do? Or is it just something that you love? Well, yoga is my main love. Mm-hmm. Yoga is my main mm. I love it. I love it so much. I've been teaching yoga for 20 years. Do you practice every day? No. No. No, How not often do you practice? not asana. Oh, that's I could lie. <laughs> you could lie. <laughs> I practice it when I need Nobody it. They say love everyone and tell the truth though. <laughs> I don't practice it as often as I sh- as I should. Once you become a teacher, a weird thing happens where a lot of your your asana becomes when you're teaching. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that is when I'm teaching. So when do I get to practice just for myself? I did yoga last night during the ceremony and it was really incredible during John's music cool. just letting my body move. And in do you the- take any psychedelics during those or oh, I have such FOMO for not being able to be on a journey last night. I just said that to <laughs> Christian. I'm like, oh. and that's, what's hard too, is I've been doing all these ceremonies for a long time and I don't get to be in that space because I'm mm-hmm. working, you know, and I'm holding the space. Yeah. I'm a part of it. People don't really probably recognize the role that I'm playing. Some people do, you know, afterwards and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. thank you. I did. I, I did for that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm no, I I don't typically at all, at all, because I'm on. You but know. there's different things you can do. So doing yoga, I'm sure yes. really like is powerful in that setting. It sounds pretty. Well, I cool. had, I'll be honest. Uh, I had like three sips of beer, which I was really looking forward to after Krishna got done playing and then smoked a little bit of like a CBD THC blend. I can't do full THC. And it's just got like right into this perfect little spot where I felt really open. And then I go into my body and my body just wanted to stretch out in a few ways. And so you do asana to go into meditation. Mm-hmm. So then I could just sit and I had a very exquisite but short-lived deep drop-in in the middle of that moment last night. But again, I would love to have gone a lot So you deeper. go into the poses and stuff to go into meditation. That's why the asanas, asana means posture. Yeah. That's why the poses were developed so that you could get... Why don't I even know this? <laughs> well, it's twofold. I would say the postures in themselves are a meditation. Mm-hmm. And in the tradition that I was trained in out of the Kripalu tradition, you are essentially... It's not like we learned in the West where it's like, I'm the teacher, follow me, Simon says, type of experience. It's um, how can I, one, feel my prana, my life force energy, and allow my energy to move in the way that it wants to move so that I can move Shakti Mm -hmm. through my body so that I can get into union, which is what yoga means. Mm-hmm. And you you do this, so it becomes a moving meditation. So essentially like the asanas are 
and I'm not thinking cognitively, I'm going to move into Cobra, then downward dog and this. It's like, oh, my body's moving there. If I can put my mind aside, this is how my energy wants to move. So it in and of itself can become a meditation if you can get into that place where you can feel your energy and trust it and allow it to move you. And letting go of like, this is how I'm supposed to do it. Exactly. I have to do a sun salutation like this. Yep. Totally. Outside of all the, this is how you're supposed to do it. Uh Uh-huh one side of it. And mm-hmm. two, th- you do that and get your, it's like a, I think of it like going through like a inner, n- not easier than your energy channels mm-hmm. in Sanskrit, the inner like, or like meridian lines or mm-hmm. chakras, like a car wash, like everything's getting like cleaned up, clean, 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 clean through the movement, through the asana. So that then you can sit still and everything's just like open. Hmm. And you can sit still and you don't have the ache in your low back or the ache in your hips because you just stretched it all out. And yeah. so now your body's comfortable to sit still. Oh, makes total sense. I'm going to do this because I haven't been practicing like that. And during the pandemic, I was doing yoga in that way, kind of just like every day I was just trying to do something. I would just like yoga. And then I, you know, just would do whatever I felt like doing, mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah. That's and it. that yeah. is how yoga developed. Well, that's what we need to be doing instead of like <laughs> feeling like you have to go to class. Well, which is going great. to class is amazing. Like I when I go to class, I love surrendering me needing to figure it out. Like you just give me the experience. Great. And then I'll kind of, I mean, I've got all these things going on inside, but I weep still all the time. <laughs> you know, Like everybody, not maybe not everybody, but I think maybe you think in the beginning you might, and then maybe in the middle, but it, like 20 years later, it's still happening. It's just like a way to, again, cleanse yourself, which we need constantly. I brush my teeth every day, mm-hmm. you know, or twice a day, I should say. I do brush my teeth <laughs> twice a day and floss too. <laughs> Your teeth look great. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, but so when you ask like, how much do I practice? It's very rare that I do like, I'm going to do a class, but I'm moving my body or I'm stretching out all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's just not in the, like a bookended format. A structured. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you cry during yoga. Wait, I don't cry during yoga. I need to oh. cry during yoga. Really? Do you feel like everyone, you know, does? Oh shit! No, certainly I've not. I've been practicing for like thirty years, and oh, almost. Well, what kind of yoga do you practice? I've practiced all different types. I've studied all different types um, because I love it. I took it in college as a class, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm in. And then just off and on over the last yeah, since ninety one was when I took it. Mm-hmm. I think that's right, ninety one or mm-hmm. ninety two. And so, so yeah, so it's it's been nice for me because I just feel like I can always go back to it, and I yeah. just my body just can has muscle memory and can really go into it. But I'm I'm um, I suffer from being a Virgo and uh, wanting to know the right way to do things. So okay. I get very much like a form nerd with any exercise right. that I do, and especially with yoga too. So yeah. I've you know taken classes in Ashtanga or whatever, really tried to. Um, perfect the form mm. and so, so i don't know if that's a good thing that's or a probably bad thing. why you're not crying <laughs> <laughs> shit okay i mean but it's so great and you love that well you know what i'm gonna be 50 i can enter a new phase of my yoga practice and one where i let go of this what happens for me like the tears they come from i like i said it's like an inner cleanse mm-hmm. and then i'm there's stillness that's occurring 
And then it's usually like those feelings that are below the surface, but I haven't been, I haven't slowed myself down to feel. And I might've been running from them my whole life, or it might've just been the recent thing that's up. And then when I'm still, that emotion just gets processed through. And sometimes mm. I know very clearly like, oh, it's this thing that I'm grieving or it's like, I have no idea where these are coming from, but okay. Okay. I want to open up to this, but see my mind immediately was like, okay, let me put that on my list. I need to cry during you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so won't yeah. happen that way. <laughs> I, know. I know, but I tend to think that way. Um, it's a really yeah. feminine energy too, right? Mm-hmm. Letting allowing... go of the control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you practiced yin. Yeah. Okay. I'm open to all of it. You know, like I want to learn and I want to expand. Well, you would, I would say that in that way, yoga could be a great balance for everything else that you're doing. That's for sure. You're in control of. And so you go, to, you get onto your mat and you're like, I'm just going to allow yin, a yin practice. Yin is the opposite of yang, right? Yang is masculine, mm-hmm. sun, fiery, active energy. And the yin is feminine, moon, cooling, receptive energy. So you're on the mat, sitting, holding the poses for three to five minutes without contracting your muscles, if you can. So just to work on the fascia, the connective tissue. And so you're, and you're holding the pose in an unstructured way. Ooh, now you're pointing at me. Okay, got it. No, you're right. You're right. (laughs) And then because you're still, I'm going to hold this pose for, let's say three minutes. I'm not moving anywhere else. And so it's a micro meditation too. Like, Mm -hmm. can I be present and mindful for just these three minutes while I'm in this pose, feeling what I'm feeling, which Mm -hmm. probably is a lot of resistance. And I've definitely experienced that. You know, I've practiced that in yoga where I'm just like, just be here, just be in this mm-hmm. right now. And can I relax those muscles while I'm doing, you know, warrior two for an extended period of time? I don't know if I've ever held it for three to five minutes. Well, you wouldn't do warrior two. Oh, because that right. is a more active pose where you're standing oh, okay. and you so, need your muscles. What would I be doing? You'd be doing like butterfly. Okay. Where your feet are together and your knees are open mm-hmm. wide and you wouldn't have a straight spine. You'd be rounded. Also, which is not typically what we do. Well, I do do that actually. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you would just be holding that. And the emphasis is typically like on the hips, maybe the knees or even along the spine. My hips, man. Yeah. But they're tight. They are so tight. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you say that? How do you know? (laughs) Just get a feel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And they seem to be getting worse. I need to do more. But, you know, it's a practice. It's a practice just like everything else. Mm-hmm. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp helps you when something is interfering or preventing you from achieving your goals. Maybe you're feeling like you're not at your utmost happiness. I get it. And so do they. What they will do at BetterHelp, H E L P, is assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right. You can start communicating with them in under 48 hours and It is done in a broad range of topics. So if you feel like, oh my God, this is so specialized. How am I ever going to find anyone? Check them out at betterhelp.com because they've got people all over the range of topics, issues, anything that you need, you can find on there. It's badass and it's available worldwide. And 
You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. I know. Because otherwise you feel weird, right? Like if it was in, in a therapist in your town or something, you're like, oh my God, it's like 2 a.m. What am I going to do? Instead, right there online, you get not only the secure online therapy that you desire without having to go to a waiting room and all that stuff. No, you get to send them a message anytime you want. That's badass. You can do weekly video or phone sessions. So you don't have to do that travel time and all that, that you do with traditional therapy. And they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So if you need to switch therapists, if something's not a fit, they care, they understand, and they'll find someone who is no problem and no extra charge for that. Very cool. Cause I've, I've had therapists that I don't fit with before and it's so awkward. So they make that whole process much more streamlined and much easier for everybody involved because they want you to start living a happier life today. Mm-hmm. How badass is that? You can go read all their reviews. They have a ton of reviews, which I consider that to be really, really good. Betterhelp.com slash reviews. You can go check them all out there. Um, I mean, I just took a glance at them and they're all so positive. And every time I log on, when I do one of these ads, there's always like a zillion more recent reviews. So I think that just says a ton about their company. Just go check them out. They're at betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P. And you can join the over 1 million people who've already taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional online, safe and secure. And they are actually expanding so quickly that they're recruiting more therapists in all 50 states. So there's a special offer for listeners of the Amy Edwards show. Get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash AES for the Amy Edwards show. That's again, 10% off your first month with BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash AES. Okay. So what are you doing when you meditate? Are you meditating every day? Do you meditate every day? I could lie. Again, I could lie. No, I want Um, the truth. I want the truth. I want to know what your practices are. I maybe have like minutes of meditation, but I'm not like, I'm not super disciplined. I don't have the, I have to do this in order to. Mm -hmm. I don't. And so I would say my yoga and my meditation, it's less like structured when I'm sitting on the cushion or on the mat and more like how I am every day, moment to moment while interacting with the world. That's the goal. I mean, really, isn't it to be in that meditative state all the time? That's where I tried. That's so I was. Mm-hmm. That's my meditation. Like, can I be self-aware? Can I be externally aware? Can I find balance? And I'm checking in. I'm, I'm knowing my state of mind and what my body needs and where my emotions are, and mm-hmm. staying in the moment and not trying to get ahead of myself. But so there's that. But my practice I love is chanting. So chanting is my meditation right now. Well, tell me about it. Well, playing the harmonium and okay, and chanting different Hindu. Do you make verses. them up? No, no, no. no. Do I make them up? Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay. And it's super cathartic because I never got to take choir as a kid ever. Like never ever was I ever Why? instructed because in you use singing. your voice in all these different ways. I didn't. But you do now. I do I mean, now. You did ra- you've done radio and podcasts yes. and all that. Speaking has come real natural. But Even teaching. S- teaching, very mm-hmm. natural, all of it. But singing, no, 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 no. <laughs> so that's healing. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's learning. Like I'm learning how to hear my own voice. Unfortunately, my partner 
he's so gifted musically. Yeah. And I can tell that whenever I even like jokingly sing a tune, he's like, oh. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even I was helping him get ready for this event, mm -hmm. right? And we're running through the sets and he opens up with um, like, everybody sing on this note. Okay. Everybody sing on this note. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting in the studio with them and I'm the, I'm the audience in, in this moment that we're playing and rehearsing and I do it and I'm helping him out. Right. <laughs> and he's like, and he says into the microphone, he's like, well, that wasn't quite on pitch, but well, that'll work. And I'm like, oh, why do you have to say that? Just like pretend. <gasps> oh, no, that was flat. He called me flat. I was kind of flat, but we'll make that work. I'm like, was that I don't even fifth? know what flat means. <laughs> Under the pitch. <laughs> I just, so that was like a week ago. Okay. When did you start chanting? Why? When and why? <sighs> Yoga. Yoga. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I did my yoga teacher training in mm -hmm. 2002, chanting was incorporated in it and they would open the days with it. And I just loved it. I loved how it made me feel. I didn't know why or what it was doing or how or anything. I was just like, oh, I just feel so great. Mm -hmm. I remember even in the teacher training, again, this was, I was like 22 at the time, 21. And this, other students in the teacher training were like, this is great. Like maybe we could have like a, you know, like a sub, like little Kirtan chant group. I'm like, that sounds great. I would love to do that. And I met with these ladies, you know, it was maybe like six of the other students at one of the places, little Casita, we were in Costa Rica and the main woman that was leading it the first day that we were there, she just kind of looked at me and was like, no, <laughs> you're not. I was not invited back. <gasps> Wasn't invited back. That's harsh. I know. It's like, oh, he sounds so bad. I mean, but it's all Bob is like the feeling, the essence, the mood of it. And I have all of the Bob, all the love, but. Lead me in a chant. Mm-mm. Hell no, what? Come on. No way. Come on. Mm -mm. I can carry it. Oh God. No. Like, okay, you tell me. You. I'm like, I just went into trauma response. I'm sweating. <laughs> Fight or flight. I want to run. Where's the door? The door's right there. <laughs> Give me, uh, I've done some chanting. Um, so a friend of mine told me about this abundance chant to Lakshmi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And uh, I'm trying to think of what it was. And she Om said, you do this. Om Shri Ma. Lakshmi. Lakshmi. Namaha. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. you just did one. Mm, you tricked me. So let's see. Om Shri Maha Lakshmi Lakshmiye Namaha Namaha Om Shreem Shreem Maha Lakshmiye Lakshmiye I, I said Namaha. it wrong Namaha So Om Namaha Om is the sound of mm -hmm. everything the primordial essence Shreem is the bij the seed sound of Lakshmi so it's like her sound Shreem mm -hmm. is Lakshmi's sound Oh cool Maha means great and then Lakshma, Lakshmi, Lakshmi is Lakshmi. the goddess of mm -hmm. abundance and prosperity. And Lakshmiye is to Lakshmi, like to her. Okay. Lakshmiye. And then Namaha is like, you know, salutations. Yeah. I, that's what I did. And so she said, so this has been years. So she said you do it um, 40 days in a row. Embrace yourself is basically what she said. My friend Jenny Marie. And um, so I did. And I'm still not sure what happened. It's been years, but she said her whole life fell apart and then came back together. And so um, I did it. And one day I actually had a vision. I think I was doing that. 
it was, it was either that or something related. Cause I kind of got into it a little bit. And, um, and at first too, I was just doing it silently cause I was nervous to say it out loud, mm-hmm. <laughs> nervous that someone would hear. That was it really. Yeah. What is and, Amy doing? Uh-huh. My children would be like, Oh my <laughs> God, there's mom doing her weird stuff. And, um, and then I did have a vision that it was like a, a deity, like a Hindi goddess came and <laughs> I'll never even, I told Justin this, that's it. I've never told anyone else. And she came and she um, touched me right here. It's pretty amazing, actually. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, I told one other friend, she was like, what a gift. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's so. a, that's a blessing. That's a boon. Like Lakshmi yeah. came to you. And I would say that you were certainly an embodiment of Lakshmi. Well, thanks for sure. She Lakshmi is the partner of Vishnu in mm-hmm. the, and again, in Hindu mythology. So Lakshmi and mm-hmm. Vishnu are partners and Radha is an incarnation of Lakshmi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I was at your home, you know, you guys were really gracious with us the past couple of days. Yes. And it's a Lakshmi home for sure. Why? It's just so beautiful. Oh, it's thank so you. Beautiful. I'd said to Christian, I'm like, I just love Amy's home oh so God. much. That's so funny. Cause last night I had angst and I go, you think they expected me to have a nicer house? Nicer? Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Like, and he was like, what are you talking it's about? It's gorgeous. And it's I modern. Like, I it's, I would, Thanks. it's got, you've got Thanks. lots of great art. I love original art you have original art everywhere. I do too. And, I do too. You know, crystals and the, the clean lines and beautiful big windows. I and like plans, texture. Texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I'm Thank like, you. I that means love a lot. Amy's house. Oh my God. I'm really glad you said that. Cause I did, you know, since we're being totally honest, I, I, uh, yeah, I experienced some angst around it and I was like, why am I feeling like this? I don't know. I was like worried about being inadequate or something like oh, that, you know, please. Well, please. I think we all have these moments, you know, and I'm not even sure where it came from or why, but there it was. You know what? It's so funny that we're talking about this too. You had those cards by the by your front altar. Mm-hmm. I've got the, some angel cards and then I've got a deck. Abundance cards. Mm-hmm. Those are cool. So I pulled they? the one yesterday uh-huh. and it was Lakshmi. No. Yes. Is that my name? I, I was going to say, <laughs> give me a name. <laughs> I'm not in the place to give you a name. What do you mean you're not in but the place to I give me a name? Say, you've been given three names. I would say that once you're given three names, you're allowed to give well, names. Well, I'm just going to say you've got lots of Lakshmi energy. You do. And I pulled her yesterday standing huh. at your front door. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's nice. She's here. Yeah. I was like, I of mean, course she's here. And it's just funny. That's the only chanting that I've done. But I did really enjoy the chanting process because it just took me out of my own mind. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. And that's why I use it as my meditation. One, because I have to concentrate Mm -hmm. in order to say it and keep the mantra going. And two, it's a pranayama. You're using your breath. And so you're getting your breath into this rhythmic cycle. Big time. And so if I chant for a while out loud, you chant out loud and then you whisper it. And then you take it internally and then it's kind of like rolls around internally. And then that's your meditation right there. And it's, you've just cleared out all the clutter where you typically, if you're like, I'm going to meditate and you just like, boom, plop down. You have to work through the layers of the personal unconscious, which is, I mean, it's just so busy, you know, coming out from your life. There's so many to do's. And so it's kind of like the mantra is like sweeping that all away Mm -hmm. so that when you do want to be quiet, when you are quiet, it's quiet. Yeah. And I do it. I actually, I do that uh, with just affirmations. Like today I meditated some and I read, um, I am, 
I am a stream of pure positivity. I read that in something or Abraham Hicks, I think I was listening to. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, fine. I, I just cling to anything that pops in my head. I'm like, fine, I'll just cling to that today. So I was like, I'm a stream of pure positivity. So I just sat there and sat with that and, and until it almost doesn't really make sense, you know, and Sometimes I use that as like a chanting in my own mind to get into a meditation. Mm -hmm. But there's something I liked about um, the um, using another language, using Sanskrit or whatever well, it is. Well, the language of Sanskrit, it's vibrational, and it. And so it, what does that mean? It's it's the f as far as I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong in lots of I can't ways. Have, like I'm gonna know. Um, it's the first. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to Google it. It's the first alphabet. Okay. Right. And it's, it's created from the resonance of the sound. Like think of how language sure. was created. Mm -hmm. We didn't have words before we had words. And so mm -hmm. we had sounds to denote feelings, to denote meaning. And so this being the first alphabets written language, it's carrying with it like the purest vibrational meaning if that makes sense. Okay. Like Ohm. Really. Like Ohm. Mm -hmm. Ohm. What'd you it's, say it means? The cosmic primordial essence. Okay. It's actually spelled A-U-M mm, instead of O-M. Mm -hmm. And in the image of Ohm, which is kind of like a three with a little sweep and then a half moon and a dot, A-U-M mm -hmm. in the written form of it too, it means waking consciousness dreaming consciousness and then deep sleep are the little lines so it's like the levels of consciousness in human form waking consciousness dreaming and then deep sleep and then this little half moon is the veil of maya or illusion and then the little dots is the sharia which is source or god or atman and so it's even and it's just image form and in saying ohm the different aum or the levels too it's talking about reality which is in human form we have these different states of consciousness and the veil of maya the illusion that separates us from knowing that we're god and then the little god piece good god you're smart Oh, I just have been studying this for a long time. It shows. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wow. But so when you say the word ohm. No, you feel. Right? And it's ohm. Like you're, I was just watching Aubrey do a podcast with John Hopkins and East mm -hmm. Force. And Aubrey was saying how we do these practices for ourselves and chanting and the didgeridoo and the resonance. And it's true. You think that like I'm chanting to entertain or I'm playing the music to entertain, but I'm actually doing it to entrain myself. When I chant to Lakshmi, I'm imbibing myself and tuning my frequency to that of abundance and prosperity or Om. It's like grounded expansion, like here in form, but also open to ultimate reality formless. Yeah. Just through saying the sound of them. I love that so much. What do you tell people if they feel nervous about doing a chant like this or something like yeah. that? Like, cause I feel like in our culture, people are like, Oh my God, that shall not work. Yeah, yeah, God yeah. Beside me, before me or yeah. So what do you say to that? When I, I always start and end with Om as sort of my bookends. I can't not do it in a way. And I say, you can say it with me or just listen. That's mm -hmm. all. You can say it with me or just listen in the beginning. And then 
So I would say if you're interested in chanting, but you're scared, just start to listen to chants and see how it makes you feel to just listen to them. Mm -hmm. And then if you feel inspired to chant along, try it out. Just, I think I need to make it's a an chant experiment. Album. I like, need to make a chant album. Oh, that's my ultimate goal. Ultimate goal is a chant album. Do mm -hmm. it. What's stopping you? I don't want to sing. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that just came out of your I know, mouth. I know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do know how to sing. I just And heard when you I'm do teaching it. chanting, I say, hey guys, it's not singing. It's just you're opening your mouth and sounds are coming out. That's okay. how I describe it. Well, then it. don't make a singing album, make a chanting album. I would love to. Okay. I love chanting so much because it makes me feel so good. Mm -hmm. mm. And it's so powerful. Especially yeah. with these, um, the Sanskrit ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately we're getting close to time cause we have a time limit today, which sucks, but, uh, but you'll have, just have to come back and share more. Um, so what are you feeling before we go? Like to share with listeners, to learn from you to, or just what's calling on your heart right now? Like, what do you want to share before we go? Cause I want to give you plenty of time. Hmm. Well, you know, we've been talking about in a way, these things that I enjoy that make me feel really good. And I would just encourage listeners to do those things that help them feel good too, that are just for themselves. I was also. just reading someone wrote about this, a friend of mine. She just did a ceremony of Cambo and Bufo, mm -hmm. Anna actually, who was on this show a few weeks ago. And she was just saying, what opened up to me was that my pleasure is about what makes me feel good. Yeah. 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 And like, again, the chanting, I don't have a chant album and I don't perform, but I do it for my students. We'll do it together. Yet. Yet. But I do it a lot for myself. Like mm -hmm. I sit in my room, my studio altar space and play and I sing to myself and I sing to God or goddess or all that is like, that's just for me. And I think it's important to have those things that are just, you're doing it just to reset yourself. And I think that we can often push those like weight on the list mm -hmm. of importance, but I know that, you know, like I do that when I do them, I'm like, Oh, why didn't I go on the walk or why didn't I go to the yoga class or listen to this and just sit down, just sit down and stop for a second. Mm -hmm. You know, and do what makes you feel good. And do what makes you feel good. Yeah. yeah. That's, we need to do that more. We do. A lot more. Cause I we're, agree. we're all kind of overworked and overstressed. And we're actually living through a collective trauma right now, too. And that's mm. important to keep in mind that we don't feel normal when things aren't normal. Mm -mm. And it's hard right now. It's hard. And so go easy on yourself. Really go easy on yourself. Go easy on yourself. Go to bed early, sleep in late. Believe in your kids. singing ability. Say no, no <laughs> to things. Say no to things. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And spend time with good people. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to have this time with you. I've been in deep in like man world also. Mm -hmm. So to get some goddess energy is real nice. Good. good. Yeah. I miss connections. You know, I miss mm -hmm. women connections and friends connections too. I, I feel think like we all we're feeling a lot of that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So reconnect, mm -hmm. take some time with people. I love the podcast because there's such an opportunity to have like, we're in this framework of we're going to have a conversation, but now we're just having a conversation. 
Yeah, we are, you know, and just connecting. And I know when I listen to podcasts, I feel like I'm there with them. I feel like a part of it. I feel connected. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful thing to resonate out into the world. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. I'm going to tell you one thing before we go to, yeah. So when I, um, started singing about, well, so I did take choir and stuff, but my sister was the good singer and I wasn't very good. At least I didn't think so. I never thought so. I would never sing in public ever. And then I joined the girl band and they wanted me to sing a song and, um, I did, but I, it was horrible. I heard it back. I had a nervous breakdown. I was like, I can't do this. Then we performed, <laughs> we performed at something and I thought I was so bad and I fucked up and I was like, and we performed in my friend's backyard. Okay. This was like when we were first starting out and I had to sing and fill in, fill in for our main singer. And I, I mean, I really fell apart and I was like, I'm never singing again. And I mean, I was angst ridden. And I was like, I got, I, I what am I going to do? Cause they want me to sing. And I'm, I, uh, I'm having like nervous breakdowns. Like I would want to crawl in a hole. So I understand what you're saying. Like I would want to crawl in a hole and, um, and just, and just hide and cry. And so, uh, I was like, well, I've got to do something. So I, so I searched for a voice teacher. I found a voice teacher. I started taking voice lessons to learn to sing and she wasn't the right fit for me. And I, I got less confident because <laughs> there was another person that was, she taught and she would have these like singing nights and the other person, um, wasn't very good. And I heard her speaking to that other person saying how good they were. And to me, she was like saying like, basically I had work to do. And I was like, well, fuck. And so <laughs> anyway, one day she finally said something to me and I wanted to fall on the ground and cry. And I was like, maybe this isn't the right voice teacher for me. You know, I heard that voice. I was like, okay, I'm going to find a new voice teacher. So I found a new voice teacher and now I've been taking from her. Uh, I take every week and I've been taking from her for, um, gosh, I don't know, at least eight years. And, um, now it, I, it has changed how I think about singing. It's now I feel like I've trained enough to where I can. So I'm just going to say there's hope. There is hope. There is, there hope. is hope. I have a teacher, Sheila Bringy, who's oh. an Indian classical devotional singer. And mm -hmm. I love her. And she sings like an angel. And she gives you voice lessons? I'm in group lessons with oh, her. Oh, okay. And so I'm in group lessons with her. And I've learned so much. Okay, I've come this is good. so far. This is me having come really far. Mm -hmm. This is me having come far. And now I'll at least sing by myself or lead my students, right? And lead yeah. a class, which I would never would have done before. Oh, those are huge steps. But I want to get further along for mm -hmm. sure. And I think about individual lessons with Sheila, but then I'm like, Sheila doesn't have time for me. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who knows? But my goal would be to put out a chant album because, again, I just love it so much. Okay, then. I love it so much. Well, there you go. Indiv individual lessons made all the difference for me, so... Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. And now I'm okay to just sing. Wow. But I know. And maybe, you know, it's just to bring it full circle. Maybe it's still part of that doing something for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's never going to be an album and that's fine. It It is fine. It is fine. But you know, you're doing something that you love and growing and pushing yourself. I am for sure. Mm -hmm. And there was so much more tied up in that for me more tied up in, um, how other people perceive me putting my own self-worth in there, just some other things that mm. came out for me. And so that I needed to face and mm. that was good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. And just the, the thought of like, okay, I have to work at something. 
<laughs> which, you know, sometimes you just want that instant, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the learning along the way is so good. Yeah. It really is. And mm-hmm. I love, it makes me, I love when I'm reminded how, of how little I know. Or when I think I know something and I'm proven wrong, it's not like a, sh- oh shoot, I'm proven wrong. It's like, wow, what else is possible? Yeah. Because I thought I knew and I don't. So it's different. So now everything's just opened up. So learning to me is really great. And I feel like we're all here to learn. We are. You know? And I feel like that beginner mentality as we age keeps you really young and it's so fresh and beautiful. So uh, it's just hard to get there sometimes because you're like, well, fuck, I'm in my 40s or 50s or whatever it is. And you're like, uh, and, you know, I'm just starting out. It's humbling. But at the same time, it's really a beautiful quality and it inspires others. Mm-hmm. At least I found. Mm-hmm. So anyway. <laughs> I'm going to steal your ending there. No, no, um, no. You're an inspiration. <laughs> well, I thank you. You that. are an inspiration. <laughs> and thank you for all you shared today. And thank you for really, you know, showing up for yourself in the way that you did and sending this message and, and, and making it happen. Yeah. Even, even today, like I could have easily have bailed and been like, no, we don't have time. Let's schedule her back. To I'm like, I'm going to go. Yeah. You, got, you boys are fine. You You're showed fine. up. Everything for you. has happened. I can do this. Yes. I'm going to get an Uber. You're fine. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's so cool. I hope this just encourages anybody that feels that that resonates with to like, okay, okay, what do I need to do for myself? Mm-hmm. And then you did it that day, which is really cool. So what's Thanks, the next Amy. one you're doing? What's the next thing for yourself? Oh, well, I'm, I'm yeah. what? Oh, <laughs> I'm supposed to be in Boise for a music festival that I helped to organize and put together. And that's happening started today. So we're here I'm missing the first days of it for the first time in gosh, nine years. Wow. So I'm going to get back home to Boise and the roles will flip. And interestingly, Krishna will be in the support role for Radha, who's the director of a festival the next few days. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, boss lady. There you go. Well, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy you showed up today and so happy to share your voice. And you did sing a little. I did a tiny bit. (laughs) I'm going to bring Lakshmi back in because she just came back twice, right? At your house. And then here now, and then you're wearing your goddess necklace. I am. I just feel like she wants, she won't. Okay. I hear. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cool. Pay attention to the signs, Mm -hmm. right? So important. Well, let's review how everyone can find you too, because you do work with clients remotely. And so people can work with you at marissarada.com. That's Marissa with one S dot com, or they can find you on Instagram and I will put up links to everything. Is there anything I'm missing? No, that's great. Instagram is a great way to get a hold of me or my websites. And like Marissa you said, Rada Wepner. I do private coaching and I do teacher trainings and retreats and yoga and lots of lots of different things, ketamine therapy. And I love going deep and helping other people. Yeah. So. And you're so good at it. So thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you so much for showing up today for you. Thanks, Amy. Mm-hmm. And for all of us. Yeah, pleasure. Pleasure to be here. Thank Love you for you. making the time. Yeah, 100%. Thank you. 
So beautiful. Thank you again to Rada for being here and doing something for herself. I thought that that was really cool. And I'm definitely taking that to heart and carrying it forward with me. Just in my own life. I'm going to see how that presents as I move forward with, you know, someone who's doing so many things. And that's been interesting because we want to really retain ourselves and our own presence and yet come from a space of choice and let go of perceptions, which is really hard to do sometimes. So thank you so much to her. Remember again, if you want to do coaching with her, she's got that on her website. She has a free meditation there on her website too. And she's just such a beautiful being. And thank you again to her. Her website is Marissa Rada, M-A-R-I-S-A, Rada, R-A-D-H-A dot com. So, and then of course you can find her on Instagram at Marissa Rada Wepner, W-E-P-P-N-E-R on Instagram. So anyway, I want to go back to what I was saying in the beginning a little bit, just about getting discouraged too. If you're feeling discouraged, um, I just wanted to remind you, and this isn't exactly an affirmation, but just something that I've been thinking about the last few days that I heard recently, and that is that no feeling is ever final. And I think when I was that morning in that discouraged state, it took me 24 hours to have enough perspective to be like, remember when I was feeling that yesterday and see that it ended and know that I'm not there now. And just in the moments when you're feeling good, try to remember that those moments when you're feeling bad, they are not final. They do pass even when they feel dark and like they're not going to. Those feelings are not final. The negative feelings are not final you will come out of it. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm saying this as much to myself as to you. You know, I always say that. So I just want to remind you of that. No feelings ever final. If you want to write that on a post-it note, it's kind of a nice one. I don't really like um, um, affirmations with like a negative bent, but I think this actually has a positive bent. So no feeling is ever final, at least not those negative ones. No, they're not. So even I think even if you die and you're feeling scared in that moment, that, that feeling is still not final because I think there's bliss on the other side. So, so maybe bliss is our final one. I don't know. <laughs> so we'll worry about that after we die. Anyway, I want to say a big old thank you for being here today. Thank you to Colton. Thank you to G. Thank you to our team here at Hot Pie. And thank you to you. I'm so grateful that you're here and growing this show with me because it means the absolute world to me. I love it so much. And I love sharing my voice. I love sharing the voices of all the people who make time to be here with us and to share their knowledge and to let us learn from them. So grateful. So anyway, thank you so much. Remember that you can find me on Instagram or TikTok. I'm at Real Amy Edwards on Instagram. On TikTok, I am the magic babe. And I just try to share a little blips of stuff to keep us rising higher. Um, Don't forget that about Justin Wren's show too, Overcome with Justin Wren. I am on that show. I am producing and I am here and there scattered throughout. So check it out. It's really, really beautiful. And he wants it to be the most meaningful podcast in the world. And I know it will be. Um, So thank you so much. Remember to do all the things, rate, review, follow, subscribe, and do share. That all super makes a difference to all of us. And if you can hit that five stars and write a review. I'm so grateful. Don't forget, you can reach out to me too, of course, amy at amyedwards.com. 
any other business. Mm, I think that that's probably it. I just uh, want to say that I love you so much. And I 100% mean that through and through. And I'm so grateful that we're all here together. And I'm just wishing you so much encouragement and um, confidence, wealth, health, love, abundance, joy, peace, all the good stuff to you. Okay. Until we meet again. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked this show, please rate and review. It totally matters. And I encourage you to spread the love too and share this episode with a friend if you feel called. 